Welcome everybody to Black Coffee and Theology. Hello everybody, welcome back to the pod. Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful time and that your soul is prospering. On today's pod, I will be talking about bringing my blackness to theology and talking about what that entails, talking a bit about bringing our fullness to the theological uh, landscape and how to do that in a way that honors God and honors ourselves, right? And how that can be a blessing, right? Also, leave a rating and review. (laughs) Um, Yeah, bless y'all. A good rating and review. Bless y'all, bless y'all, bless y'all, bless (laughs) y'all. And later in the podcast, you will be hearing a poem from yours truly. on the black Christ. Amen. Uh, so sit back and relax and enjoy today's pod. So as I enter this conversation, I want to do two things. The first is harken back to an earlier conversation episode eight, to be exact, where I talked about who gets to do theology. That's the first thing. And two, ask the question, is my blackness a liability when it comes to doing theology? The former statement uh, gives a grounding for this particular podcast. So go back and listen Uh, for a pair of seconds, (laughs) for a multitude of seconds, uh, that will be a prerequisite for opening up this podcast uh, today. And if you are a paid subscriber to a brother's Substack, uh, hopefully you know about my Substack, uh, (laughs) you will know that um, I have... um, I have a post about uh, is my blackness a liability when it comes to doing theology, and I have a portion of a larger work, a larger theological essay that I have shared on there. And uh, yes, so workings on workings on workings, uh, your brother's out here. So with that said, who gets to do theology? Hmm. In a nutshell, we all do. Again, go back and listen to that earlier podcast. Uh, (laughs) And is my blackness a liability when it comes to doing theology? No party people. (laughs) Every single human being approaches God through the lens of who they are, right? Uh, Again, we're talking about in this in this pod, bringing my blackness to theology, but every person, and I I emphasize every person approaches God through the lens of who they are, um, through their language, through their culture, 
these things don't have to detract from experiencing God. In fact, um, in many former church spaces that I inhabited, I was taught that to experience God, that I must adopt a hermeneutic of neutrality. Um, but our own biblical witness shows God stop. Uh, stepping right into stories, traditions, and a particular people group. Hmm. Stop and think about that. The whole canon <laughs> records God stepping into time and space and God's dealing with a particular people group, traditions, myths, and weaving God's self into that Um storyline, right? For me, a large part of the work that I do is staring at who God is at the intersection of black liberation theology and womanist theology. Y'all can use y'all Googles to uh, go more in depth on what black liberation theology is and what womanist theology is. Um, And how I arrived here is a very long story, and I mean long. (laughs) Um, uh, I will say that... um, I stare at God in the intersection because I don't believe that God can be pinned down in one uh, clever place, one uh, boxed in place. When I divested from certain theologies, yea, even toxic theologies that had God um, pinned down, black liberation theology answered me. One question that I had uh, when I was divesting from certain spaces is I desperately wanted to know, does God care about black people? And black liberation theology, the dignity it gave me, the soundness it brought to my heart and and my mind, it gave me a resounding yes, that God... And God's self cared abundantly for my blackness, that my blackness was not estranged from God, that God had this option for me, that God (laughs) was intimately acquainted with not just my soul in the age to come, but God wanted to um, care in a specific way for my blackness, my black self. Um, Yes. And as I continued in my walk daily, (laughs) uh, womanist theology gave me a vision for the how and a fuller vision for black women in a generative society that promotes flourishing for all. The kingdom suddenly made sense. Right. Womanist theology kind of sketched out a vision that was more full for me because, um, yes, that how (laughs) womanist theology, uh, contrary to popular belief, uh, womanist theology isn't um, mostly or only concerned with 
black women, although it's um, from what I can tell, and as I've been studying it, womanist uh, theology arises from the lens of black women. Um, but what I have found so beautiful as uh, black women have offered critiques um, of the Bible and society, they have this beautiful image for God, the kingdom, and the world that they really want mutual flourishing. They really want to bring uh, a society that, um, in a, in a, yeah, they really want a world that works for all. Um, and the how that they want to bring it about that is so beautiful to me and it has resonated with me, the kingdom, um, specifically. Um, and that kingdom suddenly made sense. Um, the kingdom versus the kingdom, right? <clears throat> so in that light, my blackness is an asset when I approach doing theological work. I am not an empty voice. Yes, I am attempting to understand history. Yes, I am attempting to synthesize data and scholarly work. I am also clear on my voice and the type of practical theological works that I want to bring into the world. Uh, and I'll say something here. Um, when I'm sitting in seminars, lectures, uh, I often think to myself, who cares about this? How can I... Um, how can I distill this to people who look like me? Because I want to make theology plain for black people. I want to give answers to people who look like me, right? I'm not interested in sitting around in rooms um, trying to make people think <laughs> I'm smart, right? Um, so in that sense, I am bringing my fullness to God, with God, for God, right? Um, my blackness is an asset. Uh, hmm. Before I go, I've said a multitude of words. I'm not trying to convince you in this podcast that my blackness is an asset. Um, I already know it is. <laughs> um, I want everyone to know that every book that we read, the creeds, the creeds were uttered at a point in time where largely men did theology from their social location, right? They brought who they were and they did theology, right? Um, time will tell if it if their social location was an asset, uh, we utter the creeds, we join with their voices. Um, nobody is doing theology neutral, right? The, the best that we can hope is that our social location is not a barrier and a hindrance to someone else. But before I go, I want to give some resources that have shaped me. 
um, in the work that I do. <clears throat> the first one uh, is I found God in me. Um, this is a collection of works by a lot of uh, different womanists um, and is edited by Mitzi Smith, uh, the prolific Mitzi Smith. I recommend this book often to people. <laughs> um, the next one is Nyasha Jr.'s um, An Introduction to Womanist uh, Biblical Interpretation. Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, any book by <laughs> Dr. Will Gaffney, who <laughs> I'm getting into both of her uh, uh, lectionaries um, that she just uh, released. Uh, but any book by Dr. Will Gaffney. Um, James Cone. I'm going to go a different way um, than what you would normally think. Uh, My Soul Looks Back uh, is what I would recommend. <clears throat> Yeah. Amen and amen. What's in my cup? What's in my cup? Now's the time of the podcast where I share with you what's in my cup. So what's in my cup? I'm about to murder this name. <laughs> um, it's a tea from Wales. Glengetty tea, I believe. And I believe it's a black tea. And I love it. I've been drinking it for years. Uh, yeah, so Glengetty tea of Wales. Get into it. And you know I drink it with a little half and half and raw sugar. Yes, yes, yes. Amen and amen. So this poem is a portion of a poem, rather, <laughs> that I'll read to you. And it's The Black Christ by Robert Monson. The image that I see of you here, fixed in my mind, beckons me to come close, to lie down, to expel myself of all these anxieties, these worries and fears. God, all these tears that have laid hold of me, all these years have so diminished me. I need a God who sees me, a God who knows me, a God who identifies with all of me. Black Coffee and Theology Pod is a production of Three Black Men, the podcast about theology, culture, and the world around us. Follow us on Twitter at Three Black Men. If you like the content that you are receiving here and want to receive more, whether that is in longer conversations, essays, devotions, and videos from either myself, Sam, or Trey, please sign up for for our Patreon at patreon.com slash three black men. Don't forget to like, rate, and review Black Coffee and Theology Pod as well as Three Black Men.